Welcome to week 16 of the UK Property Market Stat Show with myself, Chris Watkin. This week, I'm running a solo mission. It was myself and senior management decided to go for a few days in the sunny county of Norfolk. I can quite assure you there's been absolutely no sun and it's been bloody freezing. That means because I'm on holiday, I'm only doing a solo mission on this particular show and it will be a shortened show because uh, I've got tea to cook for senior management after this. So this is for week 16, which was Monday the 17th of April, all the way through to and including Sunday the 23rd of April, St George's Day. So let's have a look at the stats and we'll just dive straight in. Let's go and have a look, boys and girls, at the stats. So here we go. So um, we have, there we go, just got it up there on the screen now. In terms of sales, in terms of listings this week, we are at 36,132. Now, if you recall, um, the last two weeks, which was week 14 and week 15, the listings were actually at quite a low level. Just to give you an idea, uh, the, the average for the last two weeks for the week has been 29,912. The average that it was running at for the weeks, the two months before that on a weekly basis was 33,617. So we really had a bit of a, a bump on, on listings there. And I don't know if you guys and girls out there in estate agency land have seen that yourself. But as you can see from these figures, which I'll just come back to now, the the listings really are up. So we'll just have a quick look at the listings. And I think this is the graph that everyone likes to see. So what we're plotting there is we're plotting 2023 against 17, 18 and 19. If you recall, we're not doing 20 because that was the year that we, we COVID hit and the numbers just fall off the, the face of the earth. Um, and obviously, 21 and 22 were totally exceptional years. And I think comparing yourself against those years is not a particularly great way to judge a market. Obviously, 17, 18 and 19 were the years where Brexit hadn't been sorted out. And is there such thing as a normal year? No, I don't think there is. But I think they're pretty good years to judge. You can see here that we had a couple of weeks on listings, which, which we dropped off. But that was the Easter effect. And we were waiting for this week to wait to see if they bounded back. As you can quite clearly see, they did bound back. You can see when Easter appeared, depending on which year you're talking about. So interesting to see what will happen in the next week when that happens. Does that level off or does that carry on? I think it's really important to remember with regard to listings is that you want them at a healthy level to give you good stock to enable you to sell them. Even if it's a buyer's market, those with the good stock are the ones that actually sell. But you don't want this to be too high. And I think if this started getting up to the order of 50,000, 55,000, that would start to worry me where we would have too much supply. I'm of the opinion that, um, and I know we've got the issues with banking crisis and we've got Ukraine and other things like that. These are things that are out of our control. Um, a lot of people are saying people coming off fixed rate mortgages and, and they're having to remortgage. Um, that is my only concern going up. And um 
And I think that's something we have to keep an eye on. But I do believe that people will cut their cloth accordingly and, and go without certain things to pay for their mortgages. And again, what you have to remember is this, all these people have been stress tested mortgages up to four, four and a half, even 5%, depending on when they took their mortgage out. Um, obviously that didn't allow for stuff like the cost of living crisis. But I think when you've got to, when you remember that back in 88, 89, the mortgages that were cut, the payment, the percentage of payments on mortgages, we are still a, a country mile away from those sort of levels where even even if when mortgage rates are coming in at like four, four and a half, in terms of the mortgage payments as a percentage of, of take home pay, we are not we're nowhere near those sort of levels. So just be aware of that when you're talking to people and people are saying a little bit worried about that. Also, the banks have been encouraged uh, by the lenders to do interest only mortgages and also uh, increasing the length of the mortgages. Uh, it's interesting for my clients this week, I've written an article about how first time buyers are keeping the, the, the property market going by, you know, the average is nearly 30, 30 to 35. That's the tradition. Being an old bugger, we used to take 25. Now you could 25 mortgages. So you could turn around and say, well, Chris, um, isn't that a concern? Well, it would be, but what you tended to find is, is that most people do actually end up having 35, 40 year mortgages because they stop in their house. And then when they come and remortgage, instead of saying, well, we've got 15 years left, they'll, they might just bump it up to 20 to keep their mortgage payments down. And this has been happening since the 80s. So, you know, it, it, you've got to be aware of it, but not particularly concerned about it. These are the average uh, cumulative listings to date. And as I said, we're up to 503. Comparing ourselves with 2122, we have got more listings. Again, we just got to make sure they're not too much. 2020 all fell off the face of the earth. Um, and again, I'll just show you that uh, in terms of um, that. You can quite clearly see here that in 2020 for this week 16, there was only 3,663 mortgage um, new listings. Let's moving on. Let's go and look at price changes. So again, it just shows that the estate agents are working their stock at 20,484 price changes. Um, and the average price of a property being changed is 401. Interestingly, when we compare that to last week, the average price of a property being reduced was 388, 395 the week before, 512 the week before that, and 402. Let's carry on and look at some other stats, which could be of interest to you boys and girls. So let's go back. There we go. Number of sale agrees this week, 24,907. So you're going to say, well, yeah, that looks all right. But compared to 21 and 22, that looks a bit average. But of course it's average. 21 and 22 were mega, mega years. Let me just share this with you. Let's, let's go and change the screens here. And I'll go to the magical spreadsheet of awesomeness. Okay, let's just have a look. Where is it? Do you know? Should be able to see that. There we go. Don't know what's happening there, boys and girls. We'll get to that sorted in a second. Okay. Well, you're just going to have to trust me on this one, okay? The bottom line is this, is that... Oh, here we are. Hold on a second. Tino. I'm on holiday mode. I do apologize. Um, right, let's have a look. Hold on. See, I'm not on my normal computer either, which is a shame. 
Okay. You should be able to see that. I hope you should. Problem is, is that I've got no one on the other side making sure that I'm doing the right thing. So try this one. So you should be able to see that. That's good. Right. Okay, here we go. So the magic thing is this. Green is good and red is bad. So as you can see here, 24,907 sale agreed. That is the best week for sales since the second week in September. So it has rebounded. Sales are good. Sales are fantastic. Now, there is a slight concern here, as you can see here, that fall throughs at 547. That's been the highest rate of fall throughs since the um, since Q4. But the magic, the magic thing is here is this is the percentage. So 21.99% of properties in terms of equivalence have fallen through this week. Okay, so let's just take that slightly with a pinch of salt. Let's just go back to the um, second. There we go. I hope you're still with me. I do. Uh, it's a little bit different solo. I do. You know, I do like my compadres. So, the the average price of a property sale agreed this week three six one. Again, let's just remind ourselves what the average price of a property coming on the market at is. So the average price of a property coming on the market is four fifty. But the property, the average price of a property actually selling is 360. So that's a 90,000 pounds difference. What can you take away from that? A lot of you are putting on prices. That, that is not overvaluing, okay? That is just a simple fact is, is that the lower price properties have a greater propensity to sell. But, and therefore it is important that you're aware of that when you are uh, taking properties on. That you, It all looks very good when you're taking off your posh stuff, but if they have a lower propensity to sell or a lower chance of selling, it's going to be, you know, you, you're there to put houses on the market and sell them, not just put houses on the market. Okay, let's carry on. Here we go. This is, a, this is the big graph, okay? This is gross sales. And as you can see, we had that dip, but we're back again. And, let, and let's hope it just carries on. It's probably going to level off around 24, 24, 25,000. If there's any graph that's absolutely gorgeous, it's this one. And it just shows that we've had a bounce back from Easter. Number of falling throughs, 4, 5,477, which when you compared to the other years, again, this is just week 16 on its own. You can quite clearly see that we are still only just above the, that and the seven week, seven year weekly average is an average for every week for the last seven weeks, seven years. Okay. Net sales were on 19,430. And again, we're going to look at the community figures in a second, but I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at that. And that means that we are on 262,871. Now that is 93.1% of the 17, 18, and 19 average. What happened was is that in 2023, we had a very slow start to sales, which was a, a hangover from the Q4 figures, okay? And it by the end of uh, by the end of January, we were about 80% off the average of 17, 18, and 19. And slowly but surely, we have been catching them up, okay? Now, up until Easter, we were up to 94. She dropped down to nearly really low 90s, and now she's carrying on back, uh, carrying on back on. So I think I'm quite pleased with that, and I hope you guys are too. 
Okay, um, number of gross sales as a percentage of listings. Again, an important figure to see that it, just as a, as a metric, and again, the average is 76%. So it just shows is that listings have been really good, if you remember this week, which means that, that number is going to be slightly curtailed. Again, we're going to look at some stats on that in terms of the long-term average. Fall-throughs, again, in 2020, you're going to expect a lot of fall-throughs because of covid but again, let's look at this, 21.99% fall-throughs. And again, just for those of you that are not aware, what happens is this. So percentage of fall-throughs is this. So let's just say the agent sold 10 houses that week. That means 10 houses went into the sales pipeline. A property normally takes on average 19 weeks at the moment to go from sale agreed or offer agreed to exchange and completion. So an agent might have 150 properties in that pipeline. If during that week they lose two sales for out of the 150 properties, they've sold 10 gross, they've lost two, so the net is eight sales, okay? And remember, though, that sale might have been, might have been agreed back in January. Bad survey, buyer changed their mind. There's lots and lots of different reasons why the sale fall through. Price changes as a percentage of listings, again, showing agents are working their stock. And again, this is if you and again, if you want to actually look at the stats, we've got this. So again, all these stats are available to download on the YouTube um, link. If you go to the YouTube description, if you scroll down to the bottom, there's a little, little link. You can use them for your own personal benefit. And let's just have a quick look at this. And again, I appreciate this is all on Zoom, so you might not be able to see it particularly well. But again, you can download it. The magic thing is this green is good and red is bad. And we are bounced back in week 16. And as you can see here, so new instructions 36, last week it was 27. Uh, price changes 20,000. Again, agents looks like they're, they're working their stock. So the bad news in the newspapers and the doomongers are actually doing ourselves some good and actually getting our prices down. And remember, as Brian Mansell says a few weeks ago, if you the price reduction that you're asking of the vendor doesn't scare you for asking, it's not enough. Okay. And that's the magic figure, 24,907 sale agreeds, and the average price of a sale agreed this week, 361. And as you can see here, this is the, this is the magic line here, is the average price of a property sale agreed is in the uh, you know, 420s, 430s, 450s, and the average price of a property selling, 350, 360. Obviously, this is UK figures. We're gonna look at the regional figures in a second, but that just shows you that the lower price properties have a greater propensity to sell. And I know I think it's important that you remember that you're not here to put houses on the market, you're here to sell them. So bear that in mind with regards to your marketing. Okay, we're now just going to whiz through this, and these are available to download on, so on the uh, YouTube link. And again, it looks like the East Midlands have bounced back really nicely, as have the East of England. And again, I think what you will all notice is this, that the, the magic three and most of these we've got green we've got like the best darkest green of the year on week 16 but a lot of uh, slightly more fall throughs okay now you could say well the difference between that you know that's a difference of 106 out of the whole of these midlands which is a big old patch so don't panic too much we it's more the trends on this one so don't you know one swallow doesn't make a spring as uh, as my mom says east of england as well we're not going to spend too much time on these um, let's just have a look. Let's, um, there we go. Inner London again. Um, Inner London's bounced back quite nicely for 
few more fall throughs. Northeast seems to be doing well. Again, lots of greens there. And again, Northwest and Outer London, lots of greens and a red on the fall through. So again, doesn't show that there's one area with all the fall throughs. The fall throughs just, you know, a slight uptake seems to be across the board. Okay. Scotland, again, the same. And so is the Southeast. Southwest, exactly the same as is in Wales. And West Midlands, again, pretty indifferent, but not a huge amount. And again, Yorkshire and Humber pulling up the rear, doing really well. Um, these are really geeky stats. And again, people can download them. I don't want to bore people to death on this. Um, unless if you particularly want me to go through any of these in greater detail, please put your notes in the YouTube um, comments. Um, cumulative to date. And again, uh, We've already done some graphs on listings and and gross sales with those magical pink lines. Um, and again, have a look at these uh, uh, to your heart's content. Um, so really, fundamentally, boys and girls, is that the Easter week has been and gone. We've all eaten our Easter eggs and we're back on and listings are going well. Price reductions, you're all working your stock. And finally, sales are back to the very best week that there was before September. And even then, there aren't that many weeks, standalone weeks in 22, which beat this. Now, that's not to say that you shouldn't take the foot off the pedal with regard to your price restrictions, but just be aware that the doomongers and what they're saying is not the case. That doesn't mean it will not change and you have to be realistic with your pricing. But I just wanted to put a smile on your face and just tell you the truth of exactly what's happening in the market. Right. Um, now moving on we'd like to go to a city or town and today i have chosen to go to sunny croydon uh which is in south london and it is i believe a city in its own right if memory serves you well so let us go to croydon and find out exactly what's been happening there with regard to the market for the purposes of this um let's just have a look is that not working what do you know when you don't have your own computer Let's have a look. Right, should be able to see it now. Again, most apologies, but better than nothing, boys and girls. Okay, I could have, could have had a week off, but no, I wanted to get the stats for you. So for the purpose of this, we're using the Insights 20EA platform, which is a platform which is available to estate agents for you to use. So what I'm showing you now, I have the access to the whole of the country. You can have access to this for your own particular postcodes. And this particular, this because 20EA have a number of products, this is called their Insights platform. And to be honest with you, it is absolutely cheap as chips. Um, I'm not being paid to say that. I just think it's bloody good value for money. And, it's, and I'm a fanboy. As I said, not being paid, you must go and speak to the boys and girls out there for these stats. But these stats are absolutely amazing. It makes Right Move Plus look like, well, it's good, but it ain't as good as this, boys and girls. So, fundamentally, the uh, for the purposes of this, we're using Croydon 0, 1, uh, which is CR, CR0 and CR2. We are looking, we can do, we default back to January 2021. And we can quite clearly see that in terms of new instructions, Bairstow Eves are the bad boys. Let's just have a quick look at what Bairstow Eves have been doing with their new instructions. Bairstow's, I believe, have four offices in this patch. Um, um, 
and I did actually speak with a very nice young gentleman called Elliot at this at one of at their one of their coin offices. Very switched on chap. Now I believe that Bearstones have been really really strong in coin over these years, um, and you've got some absolutely amazing stats. Normally the corporates, uh, how can I say, in these stats when it comes to saleability are at the lower end of the range. These guys are really punching and their, their, their stats are really good. So and we'll just have a quick whiz here. So in the last, uh, since January the 1st, 21, Best Weaves uh, on, had 7.88% of the market. Um, and as you can see, they've been up and down all over the place, but fundamentally they've been hovering around that 8%, okay? Next, we'll go to Streets Ahead, okay? Now, Streets Ahead by Bob Hay, well-known estate agent in the industry, top guy. Let's just have a look, okay? So new instructions, we'll just wait for that to kick in. Don't know what's happening there. I think you can, oh, there we are. I think you quite clearly see here that the, Average, it looks like it's been on a slight slide there uh, from an average of uh, eight, eight and a half. And we're probably hovering here at around the six mark. And you can see over the last two and a bit years, it's been an average of 6.8%. Okay. Barnard Marcus, let's just have a look at those. There, again, pretty out, pretty steady there at around a 6%. And again, if you draw an average line through that, let's look at Foxton's. Well, Foxton's, have, have, it looks like they've been improving their market share. Let's go to see the, the Purple Warriors themselves. Um, again, hovering around the 4 or 5% mark, and now looks like they're hovering around the 2 or two or 3% mark, which is, again, indicative of where Purple Bricks have been in the last few years. Paul Meakin, I believe, are a local estate agent. Um, and again, hovering around the 3 3% mark. Let's go to Oaks. Okay. Again, pretty average, uh, up and down between the 4 4 and a half. Cuba and West, which are part of a, a small London corporate estate agency. Again, pretty average um, in terms of level there. And again, let's just ignore this town end. Just, they must have just having a bad week that week. Uh, bad month. Again, just holding their, holding their own. Um, let's just have a quick look at the agents in terms of price. So we're talking at 417. Let's go look at the prices. So Bairstow's slightly above the average. Streets ahead, 374. So it looks like they're more chimney pots. Barnard Marcus, 391. Okay, let's go to Foxton's, 457. So again, they look like they're going middle to upper. Purple Bricks, 411, average. Paul Meekins, 433, Oaks. Okay, 418. Okay, so that's new instructions. We can go and have a look at Sailor Greeds and just see how that compares. And again, Best, did you notice on that one that, that interestingly, Best of Eves have got 9.6% of the market for sales in the last 28 months. Streets ahead 8.1. But if we change that 7, so again, it looks like Best of Eves and Streets ahead are getting a greater proportion of their houses sold, which is nice to see. Let's move on and look at general stock. So Best of Eves, again, as you can quite clearly see here, their market share as stock again it looks like they had a really good 21 and then slowly slogging it back up to around the eight percent streets ahead again that, that, that's a it would if i probably i'd love to actually let's just put those two together it looks like bear Eves um have been um pretty i've been going slightly upwards whilst uh, streets ahead have been going down let's just have a quick look at barnard marcus okay 
and Foxton's. Okay, let's have a look. Now, um, we're moving on and talking about how uh, uh, an agent in Croydon, for, how successful are they? And I think, as I said, I keep banging on about this constantly, but it is quite fundamental, is that it's all about if, how many houses do you pull on the market and how many do you actually get sold, okay? And we can quite clearly see here that this is the magic percentage. If it, you know, that's the, that's the, and again, I'm not saying I've said 20 EA, but the gold, the gold it is in the dirt, okay? You've got to go looking for it. And this is the magic thing is this. Look, Barnard Marcus, for every house that they put on the market, they will move 39.95% of them. Whilst at Bairstow Eves, 58. Which means that if I was Bairstow Eves and going up against Barnard Marcus, I would be able to say, Mrs. Miggins, you have a 48% greater chance of moving with me compared to compared to Barnard Marcus. That's nothing to do with Barnard Marcus, part of Connell Sequence, great, great group, nothing against them, but the facts are the facts. Okay, Foxton's 29%. Streets ahead at 53. Paul Meekins, again, Paul Meekins, you know, punching really well there at 76.1. Cubert Cuba and West, can never pronounce that, 48. Oaks at 59. Homewise, they're one of those agents that takes another set agent's property and, and discounts them to sell them to the older generation using like a, a delayed lifetime mortgage. So we've, got, we've almost got to ignore those figures. Purple Bricks at 70%. So actually, apart from Paul Meekins, Purple Bricks are up there. Town ends at fifty percent. Um, again, so you know this is a it, this is a fantastic platform that when you are in Mrs. Miggins' house and you're actually saying, well, what makes you different? Why should you charge two percent? Well, you can say, well, yeah, you you can have a fifty percent chance of selling more. But again, just 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 consider it. Let's just see how their agents are moving their stock, and we can quite clearly see here. That Cubbit and West are are moving us to fifty seven percent of their properties are price reducing, and Townend's fifty nine, but you know Best of Ease at forty seven again. Well done, boys and girls. The, the, you you, I. I I really am impressed with with you guys at Bearstow Eves in Croydon. You you are acting, you are thinking, and your figures show that you're thinking like a good, good independent who who actually gets the stuff done. So massive, well done there. That's that's really nice to see. Big 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 round of applause for you boys and girls there. Okay, let's go and have a look at uh, what what each agent achieves. So again, for the purposes of people who have not watched this show before. What happens is 20EA will look at every one of your listings and uh, will give the property what's called an automated valuation model, or what we call a Valpal figure. And then they will actually see what you put the, put the house on the market at and then what you actually set it for. So again, these are for the listings going, looking back 12 months. So again, there's going to be a slight amount of overvaluing, rightly so, because you've got to have a bit of reduction. And again, there's something quite nice there. Kubit and West, 3.6. That's a little bit juicy. Nothing wrong with that. Oaks at 2.66. Again, a little bit juicy. Uh, Townend's 5.8, 5.28. Okay. Wow, these guys. Um, top three, nice to see. 1.82, 1.45, But then what did you actually achieve off the original asking price? And you can quite clearly see here that, that you know, Bear's Day was minus 0.5. 
0.94, Bar de Marcus 0.93, uh, 0.35, sorry, and Foxen's minus 4%. Now, there's lots of percentages and people go, ooh, percentages, percentages, percentages. So what they actually do is this. They apply, right, if everyone put a 450 grand house on, what would it actually sell for? Burstow's would sell it for 451, Bar de Marcus 454, Foxton's 4370, Streets Ahead 452, Paul Meekins 455, Cubbett and West 469, Oaks 465. So again, if you had this, and again, I'm not being paid by 20EA, and there are other platforms out there that do similar things to this. But if you were a valuer out of the property and you could show them this and how the fact, you know, well, Mrs. You know, Mrs. Miggins, I'm going to charge 2% and XYZ charge one. Well, you could actually say, well, hold on a second. Yes, it might end up costing you an extra two or three thousand pounds. But I'm going to get you an extra. Well, let's just say it was Barnum Marcus versus Foxton's. I'm going to get you an extra 16,000 pounds. So surely what you and here's the proof. This is independent. Surely, you spending an, an extra three grand means that there's going to be an extra 13 grand in your pocket. It's, you know, use the power of data to your advantage. I find it fascinating that you got, I'm not using this stuff. Come on, boys and girls, come on. Right, let's move on and talk about how properties sell. And again, in terms of agents, uh, it looks like Paul Meekins and Oaks and Hubbard Toilot, like Torlot, sorry, my apologies there, seem to sell their houses really quickly. Foxton's taking, wow, 97 days. So the orange is how long it takes to find a buyer, and the grey is all about sale agree. Now you could say, well, hold on a second. The Foxton's obviously, I bet you a pound to a penny. They're not, they're delaying instructing the sisters and they'll probably survey. But add them all together, and it looks like Truist and Paul Meekins are the boys and girls who get their houses sold quicker. Bairstow Eves and Streets Ahead, who are the top two agents in the middle, and Barnum, Marcus and Foxton's a little bit more at the end. Before we go, we'll have a quick look at the uh, lettings. And open rent are the private, where private landlords go, and then open rent will put it out, out onto social media. So again, that's always got to be a nice big chunk. Let's look at Streets Ahead, which again, you know, Streets Ahead, obviously, let's just have a look, quick look. Just have a look at the stats. There we go. Again, we have to take this slightly with a pinch of salt, boys and girls, because some agents during these like last couple of years have not been proper putting their properties up for rent because they, they had lots of people on their books. But I think it's just important to have a look at what's happening and see if agents are assuming that they will put them on, uh, how they're performing. Um, and again, nothing particularly that's screaming out at me. Foxton's seem to be doing quite well. Let's go look at Martin Co. They weren't in the sales, but they are in the lettings. Town ends. Okay. Uh, interestingly, what we tend to find, and I say tend, okay, is this, is that if you want to know how many properties an agent has on their books, and I said, take this with a slight pinch of salt, whatever this number, so this is, if you think about it, is between the 1st of Jan 21 and the 25th of April. If you wanted to give an idea of how many properties an agent has, because most agents, most properties are rotated every four years, very roughly you could double this figure, and that is the number of properties that that agent probably has on their books. We don't know if they're managed or tenant fined, and again, that is a very rough and ready figure, but it's a good idea of, of, of where that is. If 
you think I'm a little bit off, then do send me a message through YouTube or the usual social media channels. And I think there you go, boys and girls. That's the end of week 16. I know it's been a little bit rough and ready. I'm about to go and put the oven on now to have a jacket potato uh, with a nice crispy skin with lots of butter and a couple of slices of ham. Thank you for your time and effort of watching this. I hope that you continue to, to uh, enjoy these stats. You know, in conclusion, sales are up, listings are up, not too silly. Few few fall throughs, but nothing particularly silly. Let's in, let's have a look and see what happens next week. And thank you for your time and effort of, of watching. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for, for, for your continued support and the, and the nice messages that you send me. I know a lot of people get a lot of benefit from this. Um, so thank you very much. Chris out. Thank you.